My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe that you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member Marcella Garcia is debating a job offer. She's not sure if it's the right fit based on her career goals, but it pays well, and she has a good relationship with the people that she would be working with. This is an all too familiar situation for many creative professionals that work in the gig economy. How do we know when to say no and if we should say yes? What are we willing to risk losing in order to progress towards our goals? Listen in on how I coach Marcella through this common challenge and learn how you can apply the same questions and the same strategy to your own situation. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Marcella Garcia. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. Marcella Garcia, are you feeling better today? 
Yeah, I'm feeling good. Just a little overwhelmed. And I mean, well, I'm always overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm feeling good. Thank you. Anyway, I'm here with you today because I don't have a job offer on the table, but I know there's an interest and I got reached out a few weeks ago. So I'll give you the backstory. Before, when I lived in New York, I worked for Meredith and it was a bunch of magazines, right? So I did, edited a lot of online content for any internet magazine, food magazine, celebrity magazine, whatever it was, I edited it and put it online. So then I moved a couple of years ago to California. That's when I got into scripted. Now, the company I worked for, Meredith, they were great. I have a good relationship with them. I mean, I ate with some of the producers there for lunch. It was just a good environment. So I stayed in touch with them over these two years, you know, for extra cash. It was like, hey, Marcella, we'd love to have you on this. I do a side project at night, blah, blah, blah. It saved me in COVID because in that turn of events, you know, they became my main employer. And so I'm freelance with them, but within that time, right from last, I think is December is when I really started picking up like full time. They, you know, my boss, the producer, her boss, the guy that's in charge of the content, he loves me. He was like, Marcella, what is it going to take to get you to come on to staff? You know, and then and so I kind of let him know, you know, not there yet. Right. And then the post-production supervisor, she came at me a couple of weeks ago and was like, hey, Marcella, I noticed you've been working a lot with us. Just kind of seeing if there's any interest in becoming staff. And my response in a nutshell was no, but in a nice way. Right. But, you know, being a part of this program has made me want to strategize, like just be smart about things. And, you know, I am trying to get a union show. I know it's going to take a bit. And so I'm wondering if them knocking on my door is something that I should try to get uh, into staff because, because I just don't want to be without money. (laughs) You know, I want to feel comfortable and I trust me, I've done the risk. You know, I've been freelance six years. I've been maybe without a job in that time at the most, like a month, I guess, if I'm trying to remember correctly. So I've never, I I know freelance is solid. I don't know. It's just worked out for me. But so in saying that, I, I don't know. I just wanted to think it out. You know, I don't know if union scripted is different, if it's going to take a while to pick up work. And I just want to feel, and they're paying me good. So that's always hard to let go. Um, before I wasn't getting paid that much. So it's like, well, might as well take the jump. They're not paying me anything anyway. And here they're paying me good. And I think that's some of the difference. So I just wanted to get your, I don't know, just kind of like get your smart strategies. I want to start learning how I should approach these kind of things. Because it's not the work I want to do. I know that. I'm just thinking, is this good to seal in the deal as a safety net until I get my show? And I'm, oh, I'll say this one last thing. And I'm scared to ruin the relationship I have with them. Like, I don't want to be on with them two months and they'd be like, hey, guys, you know, they do all the paperwork, the insurance, and, and it's a lot. So I don't want to ruin that relationship. So that's where I'm at. All right. So in short, the question is, should I take a staff opportunity at a company that I have a past relationship with, knowing that I'm making the transition into scripted union content? Yes. And this is a company that you have a long past relationship with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you for sure don't want to burn any bridges with them because they've taken care of you. You want, you want to maintain that relationship. 
So let me let me walk you through a couple of scenarios. And I've been in this exact scenario before, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, talk you through how I uh, how I handled it. But I want to talk you through a, a couple of possible scenarios first for yourself. Hypothetical: Are you okay with saying yes to this company and being staff, and you're a month and a half in, and all of a sudden somebody calls and says, Marcella? I have the perfect opportunity for you on a scripted comedy show as an assistant editor. I've already talked to them about you. They're basically sold. They need to do a quick call to make sure the right fit and you're in. Are you available? Uh, the immediate answer was like, Ugh, I feel bad to let them know. Like if I was staff, I'd be like, oh man, I have to have that conversation. And it brought on like an, an anxious feeling. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel okay. You wouldn't feel okay with that because the relationship with this company is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you also okay with going to the staff job, knowing that you want to maintain the relationship and just doing barely okay work, essentially doing enough so you don't get fired, so you can still keep your other toe in the pool, reaching out, connecting with people, working on maybe scenes or shorts, nights and weekends, or learning Avid, whatever the, the skill sets are that you need to acquire or enhance to really land that first job in Union Scripted, are you okay giving this staff job just enough attention that you don't get fired? Yeah, no, that's not me. <laughs> I didn't think it was you. Uh, yeah. That's not me either. So one of the things that I want to tap into that you've already kind of tapped into that I want to dive into deeper is whether or not this decision is being driven by fear. And my feeling is that this decision is being driven by fear of not having enough safe money coming in on a regular basis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you and we don't need to get too deeper personal because money and finances are very, very personal. But this is very specific to a conversation that we had in our uh, our class last week that we're going to be talking about more next week. But I talked about the four different types of creative jobs, talked about the paycheck job, the lifestyle job, the career job and the dream job. Which one is this full time gig? I think it's the lifestyle because it pays me good. I have a good environment. Like I love everybody I work with. But it's just I, like I've reached the ceiling. Like I, these things I could edit with my eyes closed. <laughs> exactly. So we know that creatively you're not going to be challenged. Right. And it sounds like you're not going to be building the right network of people. You've already built a network of people there. And like you said, you've had lunch with producers and you have good relationships. But based on your goals, it sounds like these relationships are leading nowhere, correct? Right. So this is definitely a lifestyle job. And I would say it's maybe even borderline, even just a paycheck job, because really it's being driven by the fear of not having a paycheck. Right. Yeah. Being brutally honest with yourself and with everybody else here, how bad is your financial situation that you have no choice but to take this job so you can survive? Uh, it's not bad at all. I feel good. Yeah. That's the feeling that I got. If I actually thought that was the case, I wouldn't have even asked because I wouldn't want you to have to answer that amongst the group. Yeah. But I think it's pretty clear to me that you're not in financial dire straits where you're thinking, if I don't take this staff job, I'm going to have to start selling stuff on eBay and I might have to live in a studio apartment because money is really, really tight and I'm scared. Yeah. You're yeah. not in that situation. Right. I'm not. So, what I think what's driving your interest in taking this is, like you said, it's a really, really common word. And it's also one of the scariest words. It's safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. How has safety worked out for you thus far? Not good. It's so funny because I'm a safe person, but at the same time, I moved to two new cities with no jobs and it's worked out. So I, this is why I straddle that line. Like, and I don't want, I've never, they've offered me staff jobs so many times and I'm like, no, no, no. 
because I want, I was like, this isn't it. And now that I found scripted, I'm like, oh, this is it. So anyway, it's funny because I'm a safe person, but I also take risks. Yeah. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this back a uh, show of hands to the community real quick, to the group. How many of you joined this program because you wanted to learn how to live a safe life full of comfort? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I hate the word safe and I hate the word comfortable. Yeah. The reason that you're here and that everybody else is here is to get pushed outside your comfort zone and experience discomfort knowing that there's a safety net and there's support because you have to make the tough decisions right now. Right, yeah. So now going back to where I started, I was in this exact same position. Right now, you don't have the benefit of hindsight. You don't know which direction you're gonna go. You don't have the the certainty that you're gonna land in union scripted and end up in five years editing a show like Miss Maisel. You don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. But do you believe that that's a path that can exist? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It takes time. It absolutely. And, and that's the problem. You don't have certainty of time. 
If I told you, I know for a fact, it's going to be three years before you get offered your first assistant gig on a union show, would you take this staff job? I mean, if I knew for sure, I, I might. I would advise you to take it. I would say absolutely take it. Why would you waste three years of sitting around and twiddling your thumbs when you can yeah. make good money and have a comfortable job? Absolutely, you take it. Yeah. With certainty that it's going to take you three years, then you should put that there so you have that safety net and you can build it up. But because you don't have certainty of time, you're afraid of how long is this going to take? You don't know how close you are. From the outside looking in, having seen many people's journeys and where you are now, you're months away at best. We're not years away. You are months away. You are one, two, three different connections away from getting a phone call like that to fill in on a union scripted show. So knowing that you're close and knowing how hard you work to reach out to people like you've really dug into this program and really gotten a lot out of it and you're going to continue to do so, Mm -hmm. this literally could happen for you on Friday. It could take a month. It could take four months. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. What I know is if you keep putting in the effort, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. What is the benefit of being stuck at a job where you've now committed to them full time and you're filling out the paperwork to have insurance and have benefits and set up a 401k? Is that a position you want to be in when you get the phone call? Yeah, no, it's not because it's probably not necessary stress. So again, looking back with the benefit of hindsight, I was in the exact same position very early in my career at about 25 years old. Uh, Have you heard of the company Mob Scene? I have, but I think just from you, I don't think outside of that. Uh, So Mob Scene is one of the now one of the the biggest players in the, the trailer company world. And they also do a lot of behind the scenes DVD feature featurettes and making ofs and value added content, et cetera, et cetera. So they're the big boys now. Um, they do the movies like Avatar and like all the, the big, huge films. Like they're the go-to company for this stuff. I was employee like number five at Mob Scene. I worked there the very first week when they were still renting this tiny little space and there were wires all over the floor and they didn't have furniture. And I was a freelancer there, just picking up a week here, a week there, needed a paycheck. And as I started to work there more, they asked me multiple times, will you come on staff because we really like you? We think you're a great fit. We would love for you to grow with the company. There's all kinds of opportunities. And one of the people that started early on ended up becoming like an executive vice president. And there there was a huge growth opportunity. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was starting to make the transition from the advertising short form world into long form. And I had just cut my first indie feature and I had an opportunity to cut another indie feature. So I continually told them, I would love to work with you on a freelance basis when I'm available. It's been uh, been really helpful for me to, to have the income so I can focus on building my uh, resume of long form work. And frankly, I love working with you guys. You're great people, they're great projects. I'm just being very honest that I don't think I'm the right fit for staff because this isn't long-term the direction that I want to go. And they just kept coming at me. Like the money that I would have been offered was ridiculous for how old I was. Mm -hmm. Like significant six figures. Mm -hmm. And I turned them down to cut a full-time feature. Guess how much that feature paid me? Crap. (laughs) Zero dollars. Yeah. I cut a feature for eight months for free Instead of taking that staff job, because I knew that my path was I wanted to do long-form scripted drama, and this was a long-form scripted dramatic film with a producer that was very much in that world producing exactly the kind of movies that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I look back in hindsight, had I taken that staff job because it was safe and comfortable, I might still be at that company 15 years later. So another addendum to the story that was really a nice little capper, because at the time I thought I was crazy. 
multiple people thought I was crazy. They're like, are you kidding? You're turning down like this safe job and it's going to make you so much money and they're working on great projects. And granted, they weren't the big company that they are now, but you could see they had potential. And I was working on a no-name indie film that nobody had ever heard of with uh, no stars. So people thought that I was crazy. But then fast forward to, I guess it would have been about seven or eight years after that, I went back to the company because I still have a relationship with them to this day. And coincidentally enough, um, I actually have a podcast coming out with the CEO and founder of the company in like two weeks. So we're going to be talking about this even more. The point being that I went back and visited and I had lunch with a couple of friends and the editor that started the same week that I did that shared a wall with me their very first week. He was like the top editor at the company and he was making money and he, you know, had all these big uh, projects on his reel. And he came to me very candidly and he said, I should have left when you did because I want to I want to cut features, too. I've always wanted to do long form. And I see you working on burn notice now and you've worked on all these features. I made the wrong choice. I should have left when you did because I knew this wasn't the right fit for me and I didn't want to work in the trailer world. And I wish that I had the courage that you had to leave when you did. That was a huge moment for me. Because I was terrified to make that decision because I didn't have the confidence that I was making the right one because it was the scary choice. Yeah, yeah. I would not have the resume or the career that I do today if I had let the safety and the money drive my decision. Yes, yeah. Wisdom from Zach, everybody. This is so good. (laughs) Yeah, I needed that. And I I knew it. You know, you always knew these things instinctively. But again, like I, the strategies that you've built up in your experience, it's like, okay, I want to be smart about this. And I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. So, okay, I feel good. The, The other thing to think about, though, is that Mob Scene financed me paying all of my bills for two years while I cut no name indie features. They lo- actually, it was more than two years. I think it was three or four. Um, so I would just, every time that I was done with a feature or close to it, I would send them a single email. Hey guys, done with my feature. You have anything that you need, you let me know. They would just throw whatever they had at me. So I was able to fill all the gaps because I maintained the relationship. But I was also very authentic with them. I'm not interested in staff. I don't want to build an entire career building uh, and editing HBO first look featurettes and trailers. But I love working with you. If you ever need help, I'm here and I'll kick ass whenever I'm available. So they they filled all the gaps when I was working on uh, no budget features for years. So this relationship you have with this company could facilitate at least having some financial safety net and filling in the gaps if needed. But I don't think that staff is the right fit based on your goals. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I'm glad you you left that last note, which is like keep the relationship, which I I tell them all the time. I really appreciate this, like you know, and all that. So okay, I just I feel good. Then I'm just gonna keep it the way it is. Thank well, you. I'm very, very glad to hear that. But now do you have more confidence that you're making the right choice? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I do. I, I'm eager to like, you know, go in the advanced program and get it going. But I just need to like learn, do all the, the stuff and, and it'll come. So just got to be patient now. What, what I can't wait for, and I know this moment is coming because this moment has come for multiple students where they're in a similar position and they're not totally sure how this is all gonna come about, come about or if it will, or will any of this make a difference? And then they have to make a tough choice. And then whether it's a month later or three months later or whatever it might be, I know I'm getting a message from you when an opportunity comes along and you're gonna say almost verbatim, OMG, I am so glad I didn't take that staff job. It's like, man, when you're transitioning, it's there's like a lull in a waiting period that you're just like, oh my God, this is It's scary. Up. 
yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to learn this and do that. And I was overwhelmed. Thank you for saying that. I needed to hear it. You bet. This was a, another good one. And as always, I appreciate you showing up and, uh, and being honest and digging right in. Yay. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topo Mat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo-Driven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well My goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit OptimizeYourself.me slash New Standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.